Have you heard of the observer effect in physics?、Mm-mm. So the observer effect is basically when you bring a piece of matter into the quantum realm, which is basically really, 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 really small.、Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna cut to the chase. Basically, when you're not observing that small piece of matter, it is in a state of potentials.、Mm-hmm. It's not in one place. It's not materialized. It's not this desk.、Mm-hmm. It's in a state of potential. It's a wave.、Mm-hmm. But when you observe it, it materializes. And so it got me to thinking. It's like the Bible explains God as up, that the heavens are up, that God is above, like physically,、mm-hmm. like literally up.、Mm-hmm. And so He's dwelling within our creation. And it talks about how without God's active role in our lives, that we would be dust. Dust. That without Him giving His breath of life in every single moment, we would not exist at all.、Mm. And so you can take this reflection in his creation of physics. When we don't observe something,、mm-hmm. it is in a state of potentials. God is above, actively gazing upon his creation and loving his children,、mm-hmm. and that allows us to exist. His observation、oh, of、yes. us allows us to live.、Mm-hmm. Where your belief is at,、mm-hmm. so is the authority. Yeah. And so, what you're saying is, if we don't actually believe that God is real, and we don't actually believe in what these words in the scriptures say, then we don't actually receive the power of God. Yeah. And you like have no power to combat the enemy, unfortunately.、Um, and you like. I mean, you can try to go find truth somewhere else, and I bless you, like trying to go do that.、Um, but in my life, and kind of what I understand is that God in, of the Bible is the only one that came and got me, and the only one who wants you,、um, the only one who loves you, like agape loves you, and unconditionally like wants you, like your soul, your story, your peace. And it's like a jealous kind of love, like man, like I want Bailey to be like walking with me. I want Josh to be walking with me. God is faithful to His people. He's faithful to those who are interceding on your behalf, even when you're not praying for yourself. Like when you really think about it, it's like a lot of times people are like, "I hate God, I hate this, I hate that, I don't believe in Him," and yet God is still chiseling away at their heart faithfully. So, one of the things that is at play there is God's faithfulness, God's love for you. It's an overwhelming love for you, and He's like, 
No, 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 no. I, I've called him. I've literally called him and I've chosen him and I've set him apart as my son. And God is like, I'm going to get my son. And so one of the things he was doing was chiseling my heart. I may not have realized it. I may not have necessarily understood it. I may not have been giving him the glory, but he was breaking down your heart in situations. God was allowing me to experience the consequences of my actions mm-hmm. and yet still showing me like grace and mercy at the same time. Because I'm like, oh, like, yes, this is a result of my action, but what I truly, truly deserved, I didn't get. Yeah. And so as I started to like really, really see that, I was uh. just like, I was like, there's, there's something at work here. There's an angel watching over me. There's, <laughs> there's something like, like, no, literally. It's so it's like, like in the midst of despair. Yes. There was this hope. There was hope. There was literal. there's hope. There's hope. And then all of a sudden it's like, what, what, what hope fulfilled what was that light like because for you like it's weird because you're one of the only people i've been able to see the entire journey mm-hmm. like not po you know not the things that caused you harm in your childhood but hearing about that but i've got to see when this light bulb just turned on mm-hmm. like and you just quit everything cold turkey you quit all the like you just in a moment i guess and, and it's like what is that is it god it's and, a new nature a new creation right <laughs> and so like talk about like i i just want to get to to the root the, the, yeah, root, the root of know? it the new creation i mean it's the gospel in essence it's jesus like so did you give your died, life to jesus before yes i, I so i was baptized and gave my life to Christ when I was seven. That's what I tell people. But I tell people I met God. Like I met the God of the universe when I was 22 years old. Mm. There's a difference between that baptism into like, and we talk about this as well, that that water baptism that he's like, okay, I've accepted him into my heart. But there's a difference was like, oh, this is real. When you get baptized with the Holy Spirit, when you are literally just trying to take a leap of faith because a lot of people are so afraid to take a leap of faith because it can be uncomfortable it can be literally like just the most daunting they'll be like bro i started praying and my life got worse what <laughs> like like i mean no it, it yeah. really it really seems like that it's like i started praying and all of a sudden the floodgates of hell opened on my own, you know, but like, I mean, just because well, the enemy, yeah, exactly. He wants and to come back. It, it just, it's starting. You start to see, and it's like, okay, there's actually something at play here. I started praying to the God of the universe and all of a sudden life just started going absolutely haywire. So that should be Chaotic. evidence for God, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, but it is cause it's like, it's like, oh wow. Okay. The stuff that I'm actually at warfare with isn't stuff I can actually see. Like, this is actual like darkness. This is evil that's coming after me. But then God would start to talk to me like in my dreams. Like he's such a good God that knows you so intimately. He knows that I'm just like a visual, visual person in that and walking through. And I'm just like in my dreams, I would have dreams to where I would actually feel like the presence of 
evil, like darkness. Like you would actually literally be able to feel it and it was like suffocating. And you would see as you began to pray and you'd be like in Jesus name, it was almost like something was suffocating you trying to get you not to ever say that name, like trying to literally like squeeze it to where you were so scared to say that name. And yet in that you saw got to see it's like God was like, no, I've got you like, all right, like continue to push forth through this with hope that I'm on the other side. Mm. Like with hope that. So in I'm your dreams, over you. you called upon the name of Yahweh. Yes. Called upon the name of Jesus. And you got I, I got to really witness the power of the name of Jesus in one of my dreams. And I was just like, oh, this is like realer than I could ever imagine getting touched by like the Holy Spirit, like the baptism of the Holy Spirit for me. It was when I was like 22, mm -hmm. like it and, and, it. and this is as you're emerging from several mm -hmm. addictions. Yeah, this is I'm still in the midst of these several addictions. God met me where I was like. That's one of the biggest things in spiritual warfare. It's not like, oh, I got to get like this, 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 and this. No, what you got to do is really take a sec and be like. Ask for help. Yeah, God. That I mean, that's that's really it. Pride is was the original sin. And so it's like, okay, get rid of your pride, which we can't do a lot of times, and just be like, I need help. And human help ain't cutting it. Because I'm, I'm sitting here relying on human kindness, like, and it, it just, it wasn't cutting it. I wasn't surrounded by a bunch of believers and I was just like really not seeing the fruit of human help. Like, but then at the same time, I was just like, I was just like, God, I need help. I said, if you are there, God, I need you. Like, I need your help. I have messed up. I am messed up. I'm just in dire need of you. One of the main connecting points for people in Guatemala to God is this idea that God is protecting them from demons and from the enemy and from this evil that is trying to attack them. Because it's so out in the open. Because it's so out in the open, right? How do we take those lessons learned in a place where it's so apparent, where it's like, okay, God, I need you to protect me because this witch doctor is trying to curse me. Right. Like, I need you to protect me because these demonic forces are possessing these girls that are right in front of mm -hmm. me. Like, I need your power right now to actually cast these things out, to mm -hmm. actually have authority over these spiritual forces of darkness. I need you right now, God. So... Do we take that same mentality and, and just apply it here in this place where it's all so much more hidden? Yeah. Well, just because it's hidden doesn't mean it's not there. That time with God every single day has been the most transformative because it's literally you being in relationship with God. It's like, okay, every single day, God, I wake up and on days, even when I'm like, you know, I'm tired or like that, I'm still making the effort to meet with you, God, because you're worth it. You're the only thing that is unchanging in this world. If I lost everything, 
I would still choose you. I want to be able to say that God is enough if I lost literally everything. And that's what God, he wants us to like really, really understand. It's like, even when we're being persecuted, even when we're going through stuff, Jesus understands you, that Jesus walked through life and understood how those who are in like depression felt, those who struggle with sexual sin felt, those who were just going through the ringer a lot of times and are going through the ringer. He understands how they feel. When you start to understand that, you start to understand that the victory is already yours. And so it's like, okay, at that point, if the victory is mine, how do I access this victory that is already within me? It's meeting with God. It's trying to continue to hope in the midst of hopeless situations that that it's like lighter fluid to your faith stronghold in situations like that a lot of times we don't have hope or we start to hope for the wrong things or that hope becomes distracted that hope gets misplaced and now we can't have faith you know righteousness comes through faith so where do we place our hope so like where's the specific place okay. that we place our hope You're like hope. i want a specific, oh, a place. specific place is it in the age to come um, is that where we place our hope? Yes, it's in the it's in the promise of God. It's in the word of God. You have to trust that God is his word because he is. And it's really, really holding God at his word. If God said that he is faithful, why do I feel that he is not faithful? I would break that off and rebuke that. My hope is that God is his word and that I know that he is his word and that we are going to do greater works than Jesus because he said so. Like literally because he said so. Jesus is constantly in prayer for us, interceding for us, wanting us to begin eternity and getting to know him right here on earth. And so we have to put our hope in that. Like I get to learn God. We have to know that Jesus died and tore the veil so I can go and meet with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit every single day. This phrase is popping in my head. Eternity begins now. 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 It's literally, it begins now. even begin to express how grateful I am that you guys came on this journey with me, this created curious audio experience. If you want to hear more, because there will be more, look up Created Curious anywhere you get podcasts or go to createdcurious.com. Again, guys, I cannot thank you enough for coming along this journey with me. 
and I'm so excited for what the future holds and I really hope that this blessed your heart and that it brought you closer to the creator of the universe that is what I am seeking with every single one of these episodes is to bring us more of God's true nature what he is actually like through exploring different aspects of him and his creation I want to give a special thanks to Jarden Howelton, Josh McComb, and Timothy Atik for guesting on today's experience. Another big thanks to Associate Director of Communication, John Chivis, for being a huge inspiration of this project. But I gotta be honest, I'm giving all of the credit willingly to our Father in Heaven, the glorious Lord of all, Jesus Christ, the Savior of all of humanity. God, thank you.